0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Big Game Squares Contest, a $1,000 prize pool and completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Big Game Bingo, $57 SGPN gift card for every single bingo hit exclusively in the SGPN app.
1: Hi Jen Generino and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Episode 288. It's going to go up to Topnoy Kiram who gave us um, content last episode. So if you have if you want, wonder who Topnoy Kiram is, who loves loves to smoke cigs after fights, then uh, definitely go back an episode and we talk about him and go back a lot of episodes and we talked about him before too. So this is going out to Topnoy Kiram. Um and this podcast that's going into your ears is brought to you by me, Jeff Fox, writer. Um, which is my uh, Twitter handle, but I also go by Jeff Chalks Fox. Uh, I also have a co-host on the line here. Uh, who usually he likes me to give him something to um, to riff off of uh, in, in the opening. That's why the openings are long sometimes, but I don't know if I have anything um, to riff off here. Um, is it because
0: we the... used our Top Noy yep. guarantee in the last fight? Exactly. The no last, the last card. <laughs> so
1: let's just bring him in. He, he's the Laurel Sanko of our podcast. We've been told it's Gumby Reeland. Hello.
0: That's an honorable thing. Was really? it? So I I didn't see that comment. I must have missed it in some point. Was it because of my, my break? Was it because of my breakdowns or my good looks?
1: Uh he's going to make it. <laughs> it was because of your implants. Okay. That's what it was about. Um, Let me see. Um, I think it was Ryan H. that called you that. Right on, Ryan. He's a good guy in there, this, right? This, Ryan this
0: episode goes out to Topnoi Kiram and yeah. Ryan H. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Gumby wants me to talk about how great he is on this podcast, but um, okay, here we go. I don't know who I'm flattering more here, but honestly hearing her talk about her being Laura Sanko, about doing research reminds me of Gumby breaking down these fights. Say Boom. whatever you want. <laughs> say whatever you want, but you can't say they don't put in the time and effort every time. Ryan H, you're making the guy more arrogant already as it is. So.
0: Man, I'm gonna have to search and screenshot that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you will. You that will be framed in in the Gumby Freeland household soon enough. All right, uh, we broke down the prelims yesterday. Yesterday being Wednesday, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. Now we're gonna break down the main card of UFC Fight Night Lewis versus Vivac, aka UFC Vegas sixty eight the fight car that was supposed to be in Seoul Korea South Korea but instead it's in Las Vegas but they're still doing it on Korea Korean time so the main car we're gonna break down starts at one am uh Eastern time so interesting lucky my uh one child doesn't like to go to bed and he keeps me up all night so I'll probably be able to watch it live with you you fellas in the discord get in the discord everybody um also get into WinBet because WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds and payouts happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from, it. all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcastcom winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/wy n slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offers subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And if that's not enough, we're giving you the big game squares contest for this year. SGPN is giving away a thousand bucks in their big game squares contest. It's completely free to enter. All you need to do is follow the sports Gambling podcast on Spotify and give them a rating. Hopefully a five-star rating uh, preferred. Then go to sports slash squares to enter for your chance to win free big game square. I'm assuming it's probably American football that we're talking about here. Probably that Super Bowl <laughs> legit, Right. It's not the, it's not the gray cup, not the gray cup with not gray cup season. Um, And while do you're guys, in, do you guys play football in like a
0: weird time of the year
1: uh great one was a great cup great cups in november maybe yeah i think they we start a bit before the nfl i think uh, it's
0: okay interesting <laughs>
1: we have cfl podcasts here for you guys uh to listen to then you'll know and while you're in spotify give us a give us a rating too for crying out loud don't just give it to the the sgpn one give it give us the five star rating because we're only at 4.6 stars so someone didn't give us five dan
0: I, th- I thought we had a lot of ratings on that we, we yeah, have more on sure that than that we that's do good. on apple yeah that's, yeah. that's good stuff yeah.
1: We haven't we haven't asked you guys for a while. Um, I'm saying guys because there's about one and a half girls that listen. So guys and gal and a half. Um, give us reviews. Rate, review. Give us funny reviews. Give us good reviews. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Anything else they're supposed to do, Dan, to make us be top of the world? I think that's it,
0: right? That's a, that's all I know. Listen. You should listen. You should listen,
1: you should listen right to the end. I think that's a big thing, too. You have to listen to the end. So listen. <laughs> listen. Because there's jokes sprinkled all throughout it, too um no mentioning parlays it made me think of our contest that we haven't hyped up maybe we should hype it up again dan oh yeah
0: You you guys you guys should get in on the uh first quarter of the ufc uh props contest we are running a props contest for the first 10 events of 2023 um which takes you right up through the end of march and uh, we're giving away 50 bucks to whoever hits the biggest prop, whoever hits the most props, and then 100 bucks to whoever accumulates the most value. And I'm, I got to tell you guys, if you haven't started already, anybody could win in any week because all you got to do is beat the best prop. But you're at a little bit of a disadvantage right now. The highest prop that's hit so far, plus 650, our good friend in the Discord, Dreadney, is way out front uh, by hitting two props. He's already in the front runner for that. He's hit about $1,000 worth of props if they were $100 bets, and he's hit a $650. So he's ahead in all three categories. Get out there and chase him. Put a big old prop in there and see if you can top him. Big old
1: prop. Put a big old prop in there, Dan. Uh, That could be a good um, episode title. Dropping big old props on top of a (laughs) Okay. <laughs> sure.
0: Sure, that's great. All right.
1: <laughs> now nah, we'll, we'll come up with something better, but yes, make sure you do that. Uh, you want to tell them a verdict too? The another contest we have.
0: Oh yeah, we we are uh, one of the very few uh, verdict. Uh, groups, verdict leagues, they call them now. Uh, that is one of the, it's got, we got the official check mark. So make sure you go over and join. We got like a hundred people in there competing every single week to be uh, the top picker that listens to the SGP and MMA. So uh, you can find that just on their leagues page. We're under the, like I said, the group of the notable official uh, leagues. So make sure to get in on that and see if you can beat me and Jeff this week
1: um guess who forgot to answer last contest i was pretty sure oh all, come had, on yeah pretty sure i had everything done like i made sure i did my uh tally site and all that stuff and i figured i did verdict along when i did tally site. but no i forgot so um uh, this is your chance the, people sleeping at the wheel exactly I, uh this is your chance you can you can definitely catch up to me very quickly because i am a an event behind now all right, um, I'm going to enter my picks, though, for sure this week. And some of them are from this main card we're breaking down, ESPN Plus. I didn't mention the prelims are also ESPN. Plus, uh, prelims, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, main card, 1 a.m. Eastern. And we're going right to start on. off. <laughs> and it's not a very good card either. So whether you want to stay awake or not, I don't know. But um, if if you have money on it, you definitely want to stay awake and get in the discard. Um, Sportsgamingpodcast.com slash discard. We're going to start with welterweights. Yasuku kinoshita versus adam Fugit. forget about it who was on the top turtle mma podcast that got, got me interviewed him last week so if you want to listen to that go back an episode all right Fugit, eight and three four knockouts three submissions he's knocked out twice one in the ufc he got tk in that fight multiple regional championships on his mantle former 185 pounder also a pro grappler inch taller than Kinoshita, half a foot of reach, six inches of reach. Uh, He was outstruck in his UFC fight by 1.7 strikes per minute. His grappling stats are better than Kinoshita, but we're talking small sample size for him. One fight for Fugit, plus 255. Kinoshita, six and one, four knockouts, two submissions. He lost, his only loss was via disqualification. This is his UFC debut. He's won two straight fights, including on the Contender Series. Um, Both of his last two wins are via TKO. He's 11 years younger than Fuget. Striking stats in his favor, but we're talking uh, one fight for both men. Uh, he outstruck his contender series opponent by point, sorry, two point three four strikes per minute, minus two three twenty five. Excuse me, three two five. So I'm trying multitasking and I'm messing up all my words. I usually pick first on the main card. Kinoshita, I'm going chalk again. Like eleven years younger is massive, um, and he is a finisher and looked pretty impressive
0: on the contender series. So give me Kinoshita here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Kishida too. I, I think my biggest issue with Fuge and and I like Fuge, but like. In that fight with Michael Morales, first of all, he looked slower. And second of all, he looked really hittable. Like, 55% of the strikes that Morales threw landed on Fugit Because he's just, like, willing to be in a brawl. And, you know, he shot a lot of takedowns and tried to stall the fight that way. And that might work a little bit against uh, against Kineshita too. But I, I don't know for how long. And if he's going to keep getting hit, Kiddishita is the guy who turns your lights off. Like you said, he's winning all of his fights by stoppage and, you know, the, the one loss he had, he pretty much stopped that guy too, until he stomped on his head, uh, and got DQ'd for stomping on his head. Um, so like, yeah, I, I'm all over Kiddushita here too. I, I, I'm a little bit worried that the line is kind of inflated a bit. Like, I don't really love him up at that number, but, um, you know, he's, he's definitely fuel for a parlay here.
1: Oh, perhaps, perhaps we shall see if he ends up being in a parlay later on. All right. Kiddushita is both our picks. We're on the same page. We're going to move on to what weight class we're we going to. We're going to down two featherweights. Doohu Choi versus Kyle Nelson. Um, we're going to tell you about Nelson. Kyle, the monster Nelson. 13 to 5. Five knockouts. Four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Submitted once. He's 1 in 4 in the UFC. He's lost two straight fights. He's not won since September of 2019. Used to fight at lightweight. Was a regional champion. 2012 was his pro MMA debut. Inch height. Inch reach on Choi. Minus Minus. He's been outstruck by 2.05 strikes per minute in the UFC. Not very good. Um, where are we? Uh, his grappling stats are better than Choi's plus 160. He does train in my birth city. So that may um may sway some people to pick him. Um, Choi. The Korean Superboy. He's back. He's 31. Is that still a superboy? I think he's a Superman now.
0: Uh we already have a Superman, though. Yeah, not a Korean
1: Superman, though, do we? No. He's nope. from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Choi. 14 to four, 11 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out twice, three and three in the UFC. He's lost three straight fights. One is first three losses. Last three. His last two via TKO. He, he's not fought since December of 2019. He's not won since July of 2016. You did not have any children at that point, Dan. It's wild. The good old <laughs> days. The good old days. Um, used to fight at lightweight 2009 pro MMA debut. Striking stats are better than Nelson's, and he's 1.6 times more active landing strikes. However, Choi's been outstruck in his, US, over his UFC career by his opponents 1.06 strikes per minute, minus 195. Remember, Nelson is also on Top Turtle MMA podcast this week. That's another thing I should mention.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, and, and that dropped last week, so you can, you can go back and listen to that. I, I'm going to take Duho Choi. I, I don't really like this line. I, I'm going to be completely honest with you because. I, the The layoff does concern me, right? Like i I don't know what it looks like being away with Korean military service. Um, I, I will say, um, Kyung Ho Kang did so, and he came back looking pretty damn good in his first fight back. In fact, he he looked bigger and stronger. Um, and I will say if Do Ho Choi comes back bigger and stronger, he's gonna be really dangerous because he's always been a hard hitter. He's always been quick. He's not always been great defensively, but against Kyle Nelson, I'm trying to decide if I think that matters because I I do like Kyle Nelson. I think he's done some great things, but like, if you go back and look like all all of the guys he's fought, you know, and I'm going to throw the Diego Fajada fight out because you know, that, that fight didn't really feel like it mattered. You know, he he lost to Matt Salis, wasn't able to land a big blow on him. You know, he kind of got outworked by Billy Quarantillo. He got beat up by Jai Herbert. And and here's the other thing uh, I don't like about Kyle Nelson in this fight. He's coming back down to featherweight after saying he would never fight at featherweight again um, because the, the big name of Doho Choi, like the, he would have wanted to fight a guy with a lot of hype behind him as a way to be like, look, I, I can, I can do this. I can beat these top guys. And I just don't know that that's like a good enough reason to come back down in weight when, you know, at the end of the day, like I, I think. Yeah, dude, I I, th- I think he's got power, but I just don't know that he's going to land big enough power on Doho Choi, who's notoriously hard to knock out.
1: I'm going with my homeboy, Nelson. Wow! Um, I know. It, he, he's, he was born in lovely uh cottage country as well, and now he trains out of Stony Creek, which is where I lived for six months. But um, That's not the reason I'm picking him. Uh, I'm going against the, the inactivity. Ring rust is a real thing, and he's Troy's been out a long time. He's not looked good for even longer than that. So um, usually I go striker over grappler. This time I'm flipping the script. I'm help, hoping Nelson can turn this into I don't, a
0: grappler I don't fight. think either of these guys really counts as a grappler, do that? I mean, like, Nelson. maybe you think Nelson's going to shoot takedowns here?
1: He, I don't know. Do monsters shoot takedowns?
0: Man, mean, I, I don't know if he's going to, because, like, you, you go back to that Jai Herbert fight. Sure, he shot a couple, but he didn't score any on Jai Herbert. You know, you go back to the Billy Quarantillo fight. He shot a couple there, didn't score any on Billy Cor. Quar- so, like, I mean, the last time he had a takedown was against Matt Salas in 2019. So, like, sure, maybe maybe he's going to try, but I, I don't know that he's going to succeed.
1: Well, we shall find out. We shall find out. I, I'm, I'm going against the Ring Russ, but it'd be interesting if Super, uh, Korean Superboy actually could get his mojo back, so we'll see. We shall see. Now, dance poo-pooed all over my pick. We'll move, <laughs> we'll move to heavyweights. So this is our... The feature fight in, in our world. This is a chunky guy. Hashtag chunky guy fight. Marcin Tiber versus Blagoj Ivanov. Not just a chunky guy, but a chunky guy with uh, massive uh, knife wound scars all over his body, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. It makes are it they even knife wounds? more gnarly. Do we, do we know for a fact that those yeah, are Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he
1: almost... Uh, yeah, You don't know the story about him? He I mean, almost, I... like, died. I, ju- he I gets, don't off,
0: uh, off the top of my head... <laughs>
1: yeah he got well let's tell the story then quickly he got um i'm gonna find it now in a bar fight he got jumped and uh, he was stabbed below the sternum and his lung was damaged so yeah he was that's in gross. intensive care for six hours yeah so he had to have a, be on a respirator and critical care for weeks but he's back so there you go he came back and he won a bunch of fights so yeah that's why he has a gnarly scar so um all right and i th- Tibera versus Ivanov. I'm gonna talk about Ivanov first. Bagada is the nickname. 19 and four with one no contest, six knockouts, six submissions. Been submitted one time. Three and three in the UFC. Won his last fight. Five and zero in the World Series Fighting slash PFL and was their champion at heavyweight. Six and zero in Bellator and was their champion as well. Uh, 2007 was his pro MMA debut. He also was a Sambo champion. So this guy, he better have a pretty big mantle, Dan. Um, in the UFC, he has been on outstruck by 0. 0.77 strikes per minute, plus 115. If all that sounds good to you, Tybur, Nickname Tyber, such a great nickname. You just take one one letter off the last name, right?
0: That's the best way to do it.
1: <laughs> Is it okay, Gumby? vre La, Vrela. <laughs> you had to Gumby, think vre, about Lan. it. I, I had to pick <laughs> it out, Jeff. And I'm Jeff Foe. Oh yeah, yeah, we got to end this show, dude. Uh, I'm <laughs> struggling, obviously. All right, Tyber. Ah. Uh, 23 and seven, nine knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out four times, 10 and six in the UFC. He's on quite a roll now. He's won six of his last seven fights, including his last one. He was the M1 champ before all of this. 2011 Pro MMA debut, four inches of height, five inches of reach on Ivanov. Ivanov's a little um, fire hydrant type of guy. Um, striking stats, better than Ivanov. Grappling stats, better than Ivanov. And Ty has outstruck his UFC opponents by 0. 0.23 strikes per minute. Minus one thirty five, and he was on Dan's podcast last week. A very good interview.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. I love him. I love Martine Uh and I love him yeah. not just. It's, oh, eating. it's my
1: turn first. It's my oh, turn. Yeah, yeah. It's my oh, okay. turn. Okay. I'm taking okay. Tybera, but you, you you can yeah. tell everyone why we're taking Tybera. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, like his performance against Alexander Romanoff was enough for me to take him alone. Uh yeah. you know, like he, he broke her heart. Yeah, he, he broke my heart because I love Romanov, but like that is that's a veteran ass performance, right? And, and like largely, if you look at him. When he can lean on you and control where you are and tire you out, he wins the fight. Because he is, for a big dude, he has got exceptional cardio, and he's really hard to get off of you. Like, go back to his fight with Sergey Spivak, which, by the way, is not that long ago. It's going to be, like, less than three years ago from this main event. And we got Spivak fighting Derek Lewis in the main event. Tarbura beat him not three years ago, mostly just by... Taking him down, leaning on him, wearing him out, and being better pretty much everywhere. In, you know, I, I, blago Ivanov has not been the type of guy who looks like he can control where the fight goes anymore. You know, like he, he, he kind of took down Derek Lewis a couple of times, and Derek Lewis, you know, did the Derek Lewis thing and just got up. And, you know, he, he if you want to go way back, fought Tytuyevas and couldn't keep Tytuyevas down. Um. Rogerio de Lima had better control than him you know he, he wasn't able to keep Augusto Zakai down I don't know why anybody would think he could keep Martin Tibera down And the craziest part of all of this is this line keeps getting closer and closer as if the money is coming in on Ivanov. so I mean like maybe just wait a little bit out and see if you can get Tybura at close to even money because this is crazy to me I, I think he should be a massive favorite here
1: yep Tybura, Tibera Tybura is our pick here all right um light heavyweights what a comb cool weight event eh, Dan wow da- I like on... these two <laughs> all right you can like them but come on uh down jong versus Devin Clark light heavyweights we're going to tell you about Clark first brown bear who was a guest on the top turtle in the past right
0: he has been a bunch of times yeah
1: yep um Maybe that's why his career has gone the way it's gone. Let's let's, uh, let's break down the resume. Okay, 13 and 7, four knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out three times, submitted three times. Seven and seven in the UFC. However, he's gone one and three over his last four fights after he talked to Dan. Uh, last last one via TKO. He's fought at heavyweight. He's fought at middleweight. Was a regional champ. He's barely outstruck his UFC opponents. His strike differential is .08 strikes per minute, plus 170 in a Bron Clark. S-Seda, s-s-e-d-a we don't really know what that means right
0: sure we do it's the we it's do? a korean oh. brand of hard hat
1: oh right yes we've talked about this before <laughs> excellent well he has only been knocked out once so yeah it's a good it's a very good hard hat uh he's 15 three and one jung uh 11 knockouts two submissions he's been knocked out once submitted once four one and one in the ufc lost via knockout his last fight he's fight at heavyweight as well was a regional champ four inches child and clark three inches of reach three years younger more active landing strikes. He's outstruck as UC opponents by 0.24 strikes per minute. His grappling stats are better than Clark's as well, minus 245. Now you can go first.
0: Yeah, I'm taking down Jung. I like Devin Clark and his move to elevation I think is going to help, but like he he's still a guy who who's been first of all cracked a couple of times recently and and made me, you know, second guess him. But also he's a guy who doesn't have a lot of finishing ability, you know, like apart from that one finish that seemed to come out of nowhere, like all of his fights are going to decision and he's going to have to stand there and battle with not just a guy who can knock him out, but a guy who can submit him. I mean like only, you know, over 50% of Don Jung's fights is he finishing and like, he's not just finishing, you know, the, the Katis Abrigamovs and the Mike Rodriguez of the world, but he, he went out there and finished Kennedy Juchuku. uh, and he did so with a vicious elbow. The guy's got great finishing power. And I think too, with, with the fact that he can finish in close quarters with, like, guillotines and, and elbows and stuff like that, that's a nightmare for a guy who, like, wants to put you up against the cage and wrestle in, in Devin Clark. So, yeah, give me down Jung here. I, I like him in this one.
1: Yes, Jung for sure. Um, yeah, Clark doesn't finish. Jung's way bigger. And he's younger, and he's far more dangerous on the feet. So, Jung is the pick, and he has a hard habit uh, that he wears into each fight. So, um, that will <laughs> help him as well. Main event time, which we broke down back at U C Vegas fifty sixty five, excuse me, in November.
0: I I went back and listened because I couldn't remember who you picked.
1: Oh, okay, (laughs) there you go. Uh, Maybe I've switched. Maybe I haven't. Um, Heavyweights: Derek Lewis versus Sergey Spivak, the Black Beast versus the Polar Bear. Um, Black Beast Lewis twenty six and ten with one no contest, twenty one knockouts, one submission. He's won seven. uh, Sorry, he's been knocked out seven times, submitted once. Seventeen and eight in the UFC. He's lost two straight fights and only won one of his last four and all of his losses have come via knockout or TKO was a regional champ 2010 a pro MMA debut based on their last weigh ins, which probably was their last fight um, that uh, Lewis got sick right before he was 15 pounds heavier than Spivak. He's got an inch of reach on him. Uh, somehow he's got a 0.0 strike differential over 25 years, 25 <laughs> UFC fights. That is totally like, the, the, that's the, yeah, uh, blows your mind statistically, but that's the case. Plus 190, the number on Lewis, Smivak, He would be the polar bear, uh, 15 and three, seven knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out twice, six and three in the UFC. He's won two straight fights and five of six. The last two wins have come being TKO was a regional champ. He's 10 years younger than Lewis striking stats, better than Lewis. He's one and a half times more active line of strikes than Lewis grappling stats, better than Lewis. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.83 strikes per minute, minus 235. Despite all that, I'm taking Derek Lewis. Um, <laughs> I just see the path to victory for him. Um, much clearer than I do for Spivak. Spivak's not a, uh, a guy that cracks and knocks people out, or that's not what he's known for. And that's basically the only way you're going to finish Derek is if you crack him really, really hard. If you take him down, he just stands back up, everybody. Hopefully he can do that against the polar bear. But um, I'm liking his chances to crack in uh, Spivak, who has been knocked out a couple of times. So it's not like he's immune to the knockout blow. So give me that dog money.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I said it the first time, and I'll say it again. Derek Lewis is probably not better anywhere in this fight. He doesn't have better wrestling. He doesn't have better clinch work. His boxing is not sharper. Uh, he maybe doesn't have a better game plan, but he cracks. And at the end of the day, he cracks. And that's all you need in this fight. Because if you go back and you look at Sergey Spivak's past fights, and granted, he has gotten better since some of his past fights, this is a guy who dropped round one to Alexio Linick because he got outstruck. Um, and granted, he did get taken down in that fight and spent a little time on his back. But Alexio Linick landed 27 punches in one round. Alexio Linick, like a guy who we largely think of as being a fucking miserable striker, right? And he went in there and he outstruck him. He outclassed him in a bunch of different ways. And the thing is, is he doesn't even need to outclass him. He just needs to hit him once. And I think Spivak is hittable. I I don't think Spivak is this guy who goes in there and he like avoids every single punch. You know, look at the Tom Aspinall fight. Like Aspinall just blitzed him and finished him in no time at all. I see this fight happening the same way. I will also say this. You know, somebody pointed out to me that Sergey Spivak has won five out of six fights. True. It's very true. Who's the best win in that five out of six fight span? It's Augusto Sakai and it's it's not close. <laughs> like it's Augusto Sakai, Alexio Linick, third might be Greg Hardy. Might third the third best win in a streak of five might be Greg Hardy, uh, and that's not a good win. Um, so like it is a good streak, and I'm glad he's getting his step up in like as a young guy. I think the step ups too much. I think Derek Lewis lands one right hand all he needs to do in this first round and he knocks them the hell out. Yep. Like I said, path to victory is
1: much harder for spin than it is for Lewis. If you ask me. So um, we're going with the black beast. I had forgotten you had picked him. And then I, um, when I was writing my article for SportsGamblingPodcast.com, I, I went back to see what I written originally. And it said that you had, you had convinced me to pick uh, Lewis. So, um, Oh, I, yeah, I convinced I you the first time. I'm like, long ter- I'm apparently. long-term
0: convincing.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. It doesn't take much convincing for me to, to back Derek Lewis. So, all right. Let's recap. We both have Lewis. We both have Jung. I got to put Dan's name there. Jung. We both have Tybura, Uh He has Choi. I have Nelson. And we both have Kino Shita. So uh, pretty much on the same page, except for the one uh, pick that Dan's going to get wrong. So not bad. Not bad at all. All right. Should we do some? What do we do now, Dan? We do lock dog uh, prop, lock, baby.
0: Lockdog prop, baby. All right. You want to go first with your lock pick? Sure, I, I'm gonna take Marcin Tibera. Um Okay. Like I, first of all, I like the number on here. I don't know if I'm being tempted by the number. What did what did you officially have as the number there? 135. I think of 135. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I don't know if I'm again. I'm, I'm being a little bit tempted on by the Marcin Tibera number, but at the end of the day, like this number keeps getting closer and closer. I think he's clearly the better fighter in this fight. So um, yeah, let, let's go with Marcin Tibera.
1: It's boring if I pick the same one again, but I wrote how like I wrote how much I like that number, so I think I got to take it too. But well, we we've been on our locks have been the same. On the same lock started. every week, yeah. So that's good, and we we hit them, we fit well half of them, so something like that. Um, all right, dog time.
0: Dog time. Um, I'm I'm gonna take uh Zayi. Um, I think Zayi's wrestling I, is way better than people give him credit. But what did we get that? That was a pretty big one, right? Uh, you i didn't get it you got it uh
1: za is at plus 205 against lee the korean tiger
0: yeah
1: okay cool so yeah Uh, i'm gonna take him um i will take derek lewis plus 190 like i said path to victory i see
0: very clearly for him so give me Lewis now prop time so I'm I'm gonna be kind of wimpy with my prop here. Um, because I went big with the uh, with the underdog. So I'm I'm gonna go a little bit wimpy with my prop, but I'm gonna take G Young Kim and I'm gonna take her to win yeah. by decision um as my prop. So she's kind of a big favorite. I don't like Mandy Baum. I think the volume here probably wins for G Young Kim. She's not a big knockout artist. And you can get her to win by decision at negative one twenty. So you're almost getting pick'em price. On a fighter who, you know, is damn near a three to one favorite, and to win in the method, she like almost certainly will win. So, uh, I'm gonna take G on Kim by decision, negative 120.
1: Give me Lewis via knockout, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Have,
0: what's that number? Right right? Uh, I Five thought it as plus, well.
1: plus
0: plus 260.
1: Plus 260, huh? Let's see, it shows that that's the way he's gonna win, cause he's at uh, plus 190 just to win outright. All right. Yeah, I'm going all in there. All right. So, we both have Tibera for locks. Uh, he has Ja. I have Lewis for dogs. He has Kim via decision. What was the number on Kim via decision again?
0: Uh, negative 120. Nice
1: 120. Yawn, and I have Lewis. Knockout, plus 260. So, boy, I'm going to be ahead so much money after this, Dan. And I will enter I'm, the contest for that one, too.
0: Yeah, that, that's a good one. So, uh, and, right, and so then... Uh,
1: hungry Man Jong, super fan
0: parlay? Yeah. So, for the Hungry Hunger Man Jong, uh, I have combined... Uh, get this. I took the Derek Lewis knockout from my Hungry <laughs> Hungry Man oh, John part nice. Yeah, I had already worked that one in there. And we're going to pair it with, uh, the Iron Turtle picking up a submission. Um, I, I, I mentioned on yesterday's episode that I think Dennis Toy Lulin uh, kind of gets more credit for his grappling than he deserves. And his last two losses have actually come by submission. And the Iron Turtle's last win has come by submission. So like when you pair those two things together... It seems like it would be a pretty easy fix to, to say, hey, let's let's take the Iron Turtle by sub plus 360, uh, which I, I thought was kind of wild. So if you pair that and the Lewis KO together, you're going to get plus 1510.
1: Whoa, one of our biggest yet yeah, one of your biggest. Yeah, I shouldn't take credit for it. All right. So Lewis, you knock out the turtle via submission, correct? That's right. Fantastic. All right. Uh, I think we did everything we need to do here for you. Um, we give you all your picks for the main card and props locks uh fa- favorites all that jazz top um we gave you top noise guarantee last podcast we gave you a, <laughs> a super uh hungry man john super fan parlay we've done it all for you um to- told you about a bunch of giveaways we're the best so um uh, make sure if you agree that we're best the best and you've listened this far make sure you rate review subscribe all that all that jazz we're making a big push on spotify so if you want to give us five stars in there that would help greatly. Um, you can also get in the Discord and have some fun with us. We'll be talking UFC all night apparently on Saturday since the main card starts at 1 a.m. Uh that would be sports slash discord, Twitter, s g p n m m a Gumby runs that. He also is at Gumby vreeland I'm at Jeff Fox Writer. All our writing sports at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. and for every sport we cover. Um all our podcasts are there, all our discounts at various uh, sports books are there. Just get in, get in the Sports Gambling Podcast.com, check it out. We told you a bunch about Top Turtle already. We don't have to tell you more about that. And if you want to enter my pick'em contest for this week and read my other MMA writing, um, I have a, I have a sub stack It would be MoneyMMA.Substack.com. And Gumby can take us out of here.
0: I'm David Gumby Freeland. He's the Korean Superboy Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Sunday.